I'm Ryan Milliken from Hardway Performance, and you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. I'm Demetri Miller with No Zone Diesel. This is Anthony Reigns from XDP. This is Jaron Holder from Holder Down Performance. Corey Willis from PPI. I'm Drew with D&J Precision Machine. I'm Pinky. And you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. Diesel Podcast. You're listening to The Diesel Podcast. The Diesel Podcast. The one and only Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? Before we get to the podcast, we want to thank PPEI. The guys at PPI are, are world-class with what they do with tuning, customer service, and they're constantly innovating and looking at things they can do um, you know, to add new features to their tuning platforms. Just go to ppi.com, and you can search by year, make, and model. What is going on, Ryan? I am sitting in my basement, icing my back. I need a backy out of me. Sounds like you've been pretty busy. Oh, uh, dude, we've been traveling all over the place. ATS just got done wrapping their event. Uh, had a big trade show in Dallas where I realized that deadlifting a 1,400-pound Cummins engine display uh, is not good. You're supposed to not lift with your back and with your legs in a jerky <laughs> fashion, but whatever, you know. You do what you can for uh, for your people. So. As long as you didn't get a hernia, man, I think things are uh, things are looking up. Dude, I had one of those when I was a kid, so I'm like bionic now. I think I'm pretty sure my stomach wall is made of metal. I mean, it doesn't feel that way, but <laughs> I'm, I think it's like underneath a few layers, it's it's metallic. <laughs> yeah, that uh, ETS event was really cool. There's a lot of big power trucks there and a lot of different yeah, industry. Yeah, uh, We were certainly a little disappointed that Gauntlet Challenge, our dyno, decided to be extra stingy. Um, but for those that want to cast a little shade on the whole thing, um, the conversion factor was uh, about 32% low from, like, known trucks on multiple other dynos. So uh, the winning top number was more like uh, 2,115 horse as opposed to, the, like, the 1630 that got published. So if uh, anybody's looking for a little bit of uh, rumor policing, you heard it straight from me. I put on the gauntlet challenge, all that good stuff. So... Um, we dynoed outside on a similar Mustang dyno to kind of back that up. And then we obviously we had had numbers from other trucks that had participated um, on other dynos and on our own dyno, and it was working good. But I don't know. Maybe somebody was up on the weather station just, like, hitting it with a blowtorch or something like that. So it wouldn't <laughs> give a good correction factor. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, dynos are, are fickle. But, uh, but it was a great event, man. We probably had about 2,000 people show up. We dynoed uh, 80, 90 trucks in the outside dyno. The Auto Trends guys did a great job out of uh, Fort Collins, and uh, we were really pleased to see all the uh, vendors and sponsors that showed up. It's a good time. Nice. Well, I want to talk to you about today. This kit has been asked for forever for an ATS compound kit, as you know. Yeah. The 13 to, what, 13 to 17, 6, 7 Cummins plus kit. The plus kit, absolutely. So um, obviously we've had the uh, – uh, before I lead into this, I just wanted to give you how excited we are at ATS because – what happens is our engineer boss, Clint Cannon, um, goes to the dealers and say, look at this cool thing we've just invented. And I'm like, don't tell them about it yet because we won't be able to sell it for a year. So everybody got like, really hyped up about it, and it like, <laughs> took us a legit year to get this thing out. So I'm not sure if you've seen Wolf or Wall Street, but to, like today is new release day. Like We're eating goldfish, and people are losing their mind uh, in, uh, in the sales office. So we're pretty pumped about this kit. Um, like you said, it, it – uh, is our 13 and uh, current um, Aurora Plus kit that uses the Vortex manifold. Um, so what we're doing is we're adding um, Aurora 5000, 
to your factory VGT turbo. Uh, so you don't lose exhaust brakes, spool up characteristics, um, those types of things. And for our guys that are wanting to stay emission compliant, the kit specifically took extra time to cast um, this very big manifold that's on the back uh, for the guys who want to stay emission compliant. So as you know, for EGR to work, you have to have a variable geometry turbo. Um, so it can drive back pressure into the cooler so you can uh, re-suck that um, unburnt fuel back into the cylinders. Uh, but the big thing that we found when we started building one with pipes um, was that uh, the DPF just didn't have enough heat in it to passively regenerate, and we were just going through jobs of DEF fluid, uh, and, and fuel economy was dropping, and things just weren't working. So the initial beta testing was just a fab kit. We, we'd even had a few people come in and have them installed like uh, by hand there at ATS, but it really wasn't something that production-wise we wanted to send out to the masses. Um, so because we have to make it fit with emissions, the kit is extremely intricate and tight and easy to install. So if for some reason you happen to not have those things in the way, it's one of the easiest kits to install on the planet. Um, if you hop on the ATS website, the first picture you see of it is actually the back. Uh, that really kind of showcases that manifold. Uh, and you'll see that the atmosphere charger that we add, the discharge and the flange is all built into the manifold, and then the connection to the um, – uh, factory charger uh, is also connected to the same manifold. So we maintain that heat from the exhaust side so we can get good regeneration, uh, but the spool-up characteristics of it are fantastic. Um, for the emission-compliant guys, we have seen better fuel economy. We have seen less regeneration and less uh, exhaust fluid use in a compound setup. Um, now, all of our emission guys, we've paired it with our twin fueler for that year range as well to kind of help maintain rail, because obviously we have a little bit more aggressive calibration, but fully emission compliant, man, we're around 670 horsepower. Um, so we're, we're pretty pleased with that kit. Um, we believe that on a truck that was more of a race application that didn't have the emissions and had quite a bit bigger fueling um, and a much more aggressive calibration in it, we, we're estimating somewhere in the uh, low to mid 800 horsepower is what this kit is capable of. It's, a, it's such a – people got to – go to the ATS, atsdiesel.com website and see the back of this turbo setup because it is so cool <laughs> how it just yeah. bolts on. It's not like there's any variation in it, and it matches up to the factory downpipe, and there's a clamp that goes around it. Right. So so every ATS turbocharger kit, apart from having the nice five-year, 500,000-mile warranty, is a kit. So we don't really sell like a, a turbo in a box or like you just get an HX40 downpipe and – a turbo and, and good luck bolting it on kind of thing. It's going to have every oil drain you need. Um, so in this kit in particular, we do uh, supply a new coolant tank um, that gets rid of that junky plastic. Going to get a nice uh, hand fabricated aluminum one, um, but it gets gives you all the little pieces and bungs and bracketry and a turbo blanket so you keep the heat away from the AC lines and all that good stuff. All that stuff is built in um, to the kit uh, with really nice detailed instructions. So, um, yeah, we're, we're really proud of this one, man. Like I said, it, it took a long time to get it done. Um, and for like I said, for those guys just wanting to push that 6.7 in that year range just a little bit harder, whether compliant, towing, or racing, like I said, this is this will work with stock injectors. It will work with up to probably like 100 horsepower injectors, so that kind of 800 to 850 range. 
Um, comes with a nice uh, roto-molded air box, uh, and we use a nice S&B filter with, like, the metal ring on the front that's serviceable. So um, it's all the good stuff in there. It's, it's a good piece. Definitely. Definitely. I know we, we posted, a, like, a teaser picture when you guys released it. Mm-hmm. There are a few questions that came up that I'm just going to hit you with just off the cuff here. Now, do these work on 2500s and 3500s, regardless of which tranny you got? Correct. Yeah, it works on either one, regardless of which transmission you've got. Now, granted, the ISN transmission is uh, a little flimsier, uh, so I would get a wouldn't get too aggressive on the fuel with those things. Uh, but upgrades to ISNs are coming. Um, the 68s have been what? Uh, well, we've actually done both. The truck that we own is an ISN um, that we did all our beta testing on. The ones that I sent out the door have been uh, almost all for 68 trucks. Okay. 3,500, 2,500, either way, you're good to go. And then the, the, the other question we got was, will this work on a 5.9? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have a 5.9 kit. So, <laughs> so if, if you need, we've got a uh, we've got a 10 to 12 kit for the six, seven guys below that. And then we do also offer an Aurora Plus kit for a 5.9 as well. Um, that's going to just add, drop that turbo in there. It's actually a little bit less money. The uh, um, 10 to 12 kits and the 5.9 kits go for about $3,800. Um, this thing with the extra coolant tank and um, a lot, and that nice cast manifold is a little pricier. Um, it comes in uh, right at 4200 uh, MSRP, um, but uh, I hear there's some good guys around the Internet that will give you a little bit of a deal um, around about 39 $39.90, somewhere there. That's not a bad price at all considering like the extras that went into this kit with the coolant tank, the cast manifold, all that stuff, and the fact you can just bolt it on and it works with everything else, you know, on the well, truck. And, yeah, and keep in mind, like, all the piping and – so the casting is done in Longmont, Colorado. So this doesn't come from Shanghai. And it's all high HSM, which is high silica moly, um, which is really, really good at mitigating extra heat. So as far as, like, expansion contraction, this thing just won't crack. And it's extremely complex tooling that we spent a ton of money on, so we're hoping these things sell well so we can kind of uh, pay that debt off of uh, trying to build this thing. Um, but like all your piping is all hand fabricated, hand taped together in, uh, jigs on motors, uh, upstairs. So like, let's say you placed an order with, uh, your favorite retailer or dealer out there. That PO is going to come into ATS. It gets walked up and say, okay, you're building a kit for Steve now. And so Steve gets a hand fabricated piping kit. We don't do these in big batches or anything goofy like that. Um, it's, it's not quite built to order, um, uh, but it is built on the engine. So, uh, we don't like, give a couple engineer drawings to, say, an exhaust manufacturer and just have them rip through some vendors, and then we stick some stuff together in, like, a, a you know, standard jig. We have a 13 fully dressed engine uh, in the fabrication room that uh, Zach or uh, Garrett um, sit there and create this nice piping, and like I said, it's all going to be um, painted and coated. It's all going to be, like, your exhaust manifold ceramic coated, the uh, stainless steel piping is all uh, painted up. You get a nice turbo blanket with it. Um, so it, it it is a premium kit, um, And uh, but I think we have a pretty competitive price up there um, as far as being a photo. But think about how much conventional compounds cost. You're talking six grand plus. Yeah. All those benefits, a lot less money. So. And you get to keep the exhaust brake, which a lot of guys want to do. They want both. They want some extra airflow. A little bit extra power, but they want to keep the exhaust brake. And with the VGT being on there, you get to keep all that. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, for the guys that are kind of more in race mode, we do have our 3.5 kit and our 4.7500 kit that we have for the 5.9. So, I mean, if this is a dedicated race vehicle and you're, you know, trailering it out to the uh, the track, wink, wink, um, the 5.9 stuff will bolt right to the 6.7 stuff. Uh, so if somebody's wanting to go above that 800 horsepower threshold and they've blown up their 351, we do have some options for them as well uh, in a race application for the 6.7. Clearly for the 5.9, it all, it all just bolts right on. So Yeah, I was super excited when I saw this because people have been asking since like 2013, <laughs> <laughs> when can I get the plus kit for my 13? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully not everybody's blown up their VGT at this point. So the nice thing is when that compounding effect happens, Pat, like, and we've noticed this, so I've got a 12 coming with our plus kit on it. What we've noticed is when you start shoving more air into the front side of that, um, the veins go like full ask. Uh, so you're not actuating as much as if you run it as a single. So I have over 200,000 miles on my stock VGT turbo. I've never had an issue with it. I've never had a vein stick. The exhaust brake still works flawlessly. So in the plus configuration, we've actually seen um, these turbos do a little bit better. Um, like I said, a compounding effect, you get that. Uh, on the low end, obviously, you don't get as much because you're trying to kind of suck air through um, that big turbo. But once the big turbo comes up, the veins go full open, and you're kind of aiding in the spinning of that, that charger. And so, like I said, you don't end up having as much vein modulation because you end up relying more on that top turbo. Um, so, I mean, we're at obviously not trying to sell this as a fix-year VGT turbo. If you got a blown-up one, <laughs> you need to, to change it out. Uh, but this thing also works with, say, like a fleece Cheetah modified turbo. We get lots of guys that will, uh, you know, say, hey, i got a Cheetah turbo. Can we toss this on? Or they'll buy both at the same time. Um, so uh, it works with anybody's modified VGT as well. So you don't have to have a stocker on there uh, if you're looking for a little bit more power. I was just going to say the – there's a ton of guys that do that where they, they get the, the fleece VGT cheetah and then pair it with, you know, say like the ATS plus kit or something like that. And right. it's a really you cool combo. You know what I mean? So like say you did some studs, you did the cheetah turbo because yours blew, you know, blew up and uh, you've got a little bit of injector in there. And, you know, if you're towing, you're getting a little bit hot or something to that effect. Throw another turbo on there. Drop those EGTs and uh, be able to just kind of mat it going up the hills and not have to worry about melting a piston, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we'll make sure. You know, it's hard to sometimes visualize things on a podcast, but we'll make sure we post a link to the you know the product page so people can see it and how it all fits together. And there's install instructions on the website. Install instructions. Uh, we've got a couple videos, I think, on YouTube I can dig up of it on the dyno and in some of the installation process, but like I said, with that Vortex manifold, it really is a snap to install because you, you fully mount the turbo to the, the atmosphere turbo to that manifold and then mount it to your turbo that hangs on the exhaust manifold, and then that hooks directly to the downpipe, and we've got some extra bracketry on there so it's nice and stable. So it's a, it's a really great kit. Nice. Nice, man. Yeah, we're, we're excited you guys have it out and and uh, like I said, we'll put, put some links and some, even some pictures. You know, so people yeah. can see it when it hits their phones and YouTube accounts and everything. And, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate your time today talking about it, educating us on this new kit. And, uh, yeah, it's great seeing you at the Dino Day. Absolutely, Pat. It was, uh, it was great seeing you and uh, meeting up with you again. It's nice to just wear my ATS hat on the, uh, on the podcast, not have to be super gender neutral these days. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, who, are you excited for baseball yet? Just I just one ancillary comment. Uh, who, who who's at the top of your power rankings uh, right now? Who, who made oh, the good man. moves in the offseason? See, it's tough. Cause I'm a Red Sox fan, man, so, you know, i got to, by default, put sure. them at the top. But, I mean, we all make mistakes. It's fine. So who, you know, beyond your insane bias and incorrect assumption would be, who's your top five teams, I guess is my thing. Because I looked at the ESPN one, and it's it's interesting. They had the Angels up there, even. So, I mean, my top five, no particular order, would be okay. Red Sox, Yankees. Astros, Dodgers. I want to say I want to say the Nationals, but they always choke. So, like, <laughs> I don't know if I can. But I mean, they've got a good team, right? You know, right. I mean the Cubs. I, I mean, the Cubs kind of for me might be the Indians. Man, I feel like they could they could get another run. You know, they're they're okay. due. I mean, yeah. you've had they're Chicago due, but... and Houston already, so I mean, why not sure. Cleveland next? Right, right. Well, the team that I think I'm scared of most, and maybe I'm being biased because they're in, in my, my beautiful Cardinals division, is the Brewers. The Brewers, like, gutted um, the Marlins, as did the Yankees. Uh, but as far as, like, an NL guy, that's, uh, I think that team might be one to, uh, to reckon with this year for sure. I can tell you the Padres and the Rockies would not be in my <laughs> top five power rankings. <laughs> you never know. That's thin air for the Rockies. Home run derby time. You know, they just need to get some big bats over there and win win all their home games. Didn't Arizona lost some free agents, didn't they? They were pretty good last year. Arizona was good last year, yeah. Um, no, it was, a, it was an interesting season because everybody who started off hot ended up kind of tapering off. Um, except for the Dodgers, um, Dodgers seem to keep it strong all the way through, and the uh, in the Astros. So uh, apart from your you know top two teams, it was like these guys are hot, and now they're not, and now it's somebody else. And people who were good all year dominated <laughs> all the way through the World Series. So yeah, uh, I, I kind of feel like the AL has m- better teams overall, but that sure. just means attrition. Is what that's all that means. So I just compare the AL to the AFC. I just assume it's kind of like having Tom Brady and the Patriots over there. Everyone yeah. hates the AL and all the teams in the AL, but you know whatever. Keep it on. NL is the everyman team. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll check back in six there. months. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I appreciate uh, appreciate letting having me on. And uh, like I said, uh, you can go to atsdiesel.com to get some more info. Just Drop down on the Dodge menu and type in the or select the 13 and up uh, six seven uh, option and go to the turbos and uh, you can find that kit. Read a little bit more about it and then hook up with your local dealer uh, or your favorite online retailer and they can get you going. Right on. Thanks again, man. Thanks, Pat. Have a great day. Don't forget, guys. Make sure and check out PPI tuning. Just go to ppei.com. You guys can find anything you need. Make your truck go faster, tow better, lower EGTs. They've got everything. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.